Hey, Sam Atherton. Hey, Elmer Guardado. Do you know why your parents named you Sam or Samuel? Uh, I do. So, Elmer, are you familiar with um, the, the Bible? Bible? Yeah. Oh, shit. We're on the same page. <laughs> uh, so Samuel means gift from God. And as it turns out, so was I. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think do you think it's like because obviously they decided on that name before you were actually born, right? I think so. Do you think there was any moment where they're like, fuck, Sam, Samuel wasn't the right name? Uh, I don't think so. I think they I think they had it pretty locked in. Yeah. They knew you were a gift before you even arrived. I think so. OK. What's that like a manifest, not manifest destiny, but like. Uh, I, I know. I know what you're trying to say. When you're trying to will or some shit. Yeah. You will something mm. into existence. Man, man, manifestation. Manifestation. Mm. Something, I don't know. That's We're a word. There. We got closer. Yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. not manifest mm-hmm. destiny, but manifestation. Yeah. Closer. Closer. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's fantastic. I was just curious. Do you have a middle name? Do you know your like if I had been born a girl, I would have been named Great name? Question. Uh, I don't know. Well, okay. uh, I'm sure I'm sure my mom will be listening to this as she's driving and then she'll call me and she'll say, your name was supposed to be this. Uh, Samantha. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And no middle name? Uh, my middle name is David, which Ooh. is my dad's name. OK, I don't know if I they knew go- that, if I'm being honest yeah. with you. Hmm. Yeah, the old Sammy D. Did you know that? Case? Uh, I, I wouldn't put money okay. on it. I've probably heard it before. So I'll make sure I wasn't alone. Because we've known each other a long <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. Um, also, here's Cassidy Sargent. Hello. Happy to be here. Cassidy, uh, how'd they land on Cassidy? Did they just like want to not... Because that works for to your <laughs> to your follow-up question. Works either way, right? Yeah, I, I think we may have told this story before. Uh, but yes, I was going to be Cassidy, uh, whether I was a boy or a girl. And I was named after uh, the Grateful Dead song cassidy because my uh father is a massive fan and did the whole like deadhead follow the band around the country kind of thing and uh yeah the lyrics are born to be cassidy and, and uh here i am so was your mom on board with this she's like yeah sure fuck it she was like yeah sure i get the last name because that's the one i care about <laughs> that's like the whole uh uh you know surname and family name uh so she got the last name and uh i think she got the middle name too. Wait, OK, wait, hold on. So let's hear it. OK, so your, your parents, were they? My parents were never married. Oh, I did not. There's some I did background not, I context. did not know that. My parents were never married. My uh. last name is my mother's last name, which is her maiden last name because she never married. Ah, uh, so I, then. In fact, I, I'm the last of my line. If I don't have kids, the name dies with damn. me. Damn, it's a lot of pressure. Wow. Yeah. Couple That's questions. A of, yeah, yeah. Let's unpack it, maybe. Um middle name. August. That's good, dude. I kinda mm. like it. I don't really know why. It's not like a family name. I it doesn't hold any or like special significance to my family, like the month. I don't know. Hmm. It's not bad. It's a good name. It's not a bad one. Yeah. Yeah. Um do you have you, I guess is a better way to phrase this question, have you had adult conversations with your father about, you know, him just jer- being a journeyman with the Grateful Dead? 
<laughs> I mean, <clears throat> yes, to some extent, you know, we have we have talked about, uh, you know, some of those times, uh, lots, uh, a whole lot of drug use. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so that's that's always fun to talk to your parents about, yeah. about them just, you know, getting wild. But yeah, it was it was definitely a time. It was definitely a thing. Yeah, there's no I feel like there's no real equivalent anymore. Right. Anything that exciting? Maybe K-pop fans. Mm-hmm. They got like a. A good community. How many but, kids do you think are named after ICP songs? Mm. Like, yo, here's my son, Hatchet. Or mm-hmm, Twisted. Mm-hmm. I, I, bet, I bet you there's more than, than you know. God bless them again. I think we, we talked about <laughs> it recently, but I love I love <laughs> them for being like, you assume they're horseshit, and then I guess they're kind of good people. They stand for good stuff. Yeah. Good for them. You know? Mm-hmm. Juggalos are out here. Yeah, they're man. not a terrorist organization. Oop, oop. Yeah, fuck your rebel no. flag. Yeah. Um, fantastic. I feel like we learned some stuff today. Um, I feel like I have so, another question for you, Cass, but I can't remember what it was. We were talking about my parents. We were talking about my surname. Ah, your father's surname. Yeah, what's his last name? New. N-E-U. Damn, so you would have had a cool so my, one my either way. My full proper legal name is Cassidy August New Sergeant. Man. That's what it says on my license. That's fantastic. What is the etymology of new? Do you know? Uh, I don't know, man. N-E-U. I'm not sure. I want to do one of those fucking like uh, genealogy, like 23andMe things and like see where I come from. Yeah. I have like had a recent desire to like try to tap into like what my history is and like figure that out. Because I think that's so cool when people are more connected to their heritage and more connected to their past and like, you know, have traditions from that culture. And I'm just like so fucking vanilla. I'm just like boring American. And I know that I am more than that. So I want to I want to find out what it is. Boring American. You want to you want to protect your heritage. You want to protect your culture. You want to make sure Uh-oh. it stays on top. I want to, dis- I want to discover Uh-oh. my culture and, and celebrate it. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> not in a not in a European pride, you know, uh, su- superiority kind of thing. Just like, oh, it's it's cool to connect, man. Yeah, no, I get that. It is kind of, I guess, one of the benefits of not being white is you do have a better understanding of your immediate uh, uh, heritage. Right. Like, well, maybe it's not even, not even not being white, but I think like being a parents are immigrants. Right. I know exactly where the fuck they come from. I know where their grandparents come from. And then I'm sure it could get interesting. A couple generations removed from me where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't did not know that was going to pop up. But right. But for the most part, I feel like I got a pretty good idea of where my people come from. And guess what? Like my I was thinking about this the other day. This is kind of like a movie trope thing, which is probably why I was thinking about it. But I feel like everyone who came before me, who I share, you know, genes with, would absolutely fucking hate me, you know? Mm. And it, it, it's it's part of the, the biggest, bigger thing is the generational issue, right? Of just like, obviously, I got less shit to worry about than you, you know? So I can afford to think about the luxuries of depression and anxiety and <laughs> all this other stuff, right? Like, the luxuries of depression, Jesus Christ. When you really break that shit down, dude, it's a kind of a luxury, like to be depressed because to not to, not always not one to one, but usually you're probably not gonna like you're gonna associate hunger before you associate with depression, 
And since I don't have to deal with hunger, I don't have to deal with like shelter. We get down to depression. Mm. Mm -hmm. Somewhat similarly, my depression is kind of on the up and up right now. So now I'm angry all the time. (laughs) I don't have to worry about being depressed. Now I have the luxury of anger (laughs) and rage. (laughs) Oh, man. So, Elmer, what about you? I, I feel like I know the background of your name. Yeah, what is it? Isn't it your parents like they wanted something like Argentinian and there was like something very Argentinian about Elmer? Am I wrong? Yeah, because it'd be pretty fucking weird if <laughs> both of my parents who are not Argentinian were like, yo, we want our kid to be hella Argentinian. I thought they were. No, not even remotely close. Really? Uh, yeah, you've been telling people I'm Argentinian? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that came off very uh no i no i okay then where where are you where's your family from my mother is mexican and from mexico uh-huh and my father is central american and from central america specifically el salvador specifically okay. within el salvador san salvador mm, the capital mm. capital of el salvador yeah um that's where his family his his mother and family still live who I have never met. Uh, I met my grandmother once. She came when my little brother was born. So I was four, no Mm. memories really. Um, and then I've, you know, I've been to Mexico a shit ton of times. So I know my, any, any like traditions, like holidays, like from that part of your life that like you still celebrate or like plan to bring into the next part of your life. Sure. I think there are the unspoken, just cultural values of like, you know, shame and like, uh, (laughs) just like you, like the work ethic and the whole, you know, all that stuff is, is there and something that I, you know, hope to maybe not have kids, but if I do, you know, they'll get some of this shit. Um, but then just like holiday wise, you know, like 4th of July is like not exciting. Um, but then you get to Christmas and it's just like the 20 Christmas Eve is more exciting because that's a Mexican thing. You know, you stay up till midnight. Is that like the is that like the king's bread? No, that's a uh, you know, what I know talking? exactly what you're talking about. OK, not yeah. exactly. I should say uh, did that so many years growing up. Uh, but I want to say it's closer to New Year's. It's like the or no. Because it's the three kings that visited baby Jesus and gave him gifts is what's going mm. on there. You're getting that frankincense bread. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure is after Christmas, which makes sense because Jesus had to have been born. Sure, right. For sense. him to get gifts. Yeah. So because I, I, I yeah, I know what you're talking about. OK, but yeah, that was. Well, here, here's here's like here's what I'm jealous of, man, is like you, you have a, you have a connection to that kind of thing. Like, because you experienced those traditions like directly. And if I go and take my fucking bullshit 23 and me, and it's like, Oh, you're 21% Irish. It's like, then I have to bullshit up some like, Hey, it's St. Patrick's day and I'm going to get all fired up. It's like, I have to manufacture like culture. Yeah. Which is so maybe that's the American way, but uh. it is it is it is like interesting because I think, again, it always when we talk about race to me, it always just comes down to food because I think it's the most reductive, easy way to talk about this shit. And it really is just one of those things of like when you just think about food alone. Like, you know how like white people 
have a problem with appropriating culture sometimes. Mm. You ever notice how like <clears throat> no other fucking race group is appropriating culture usually? Right? Like that's a pretty easy generalization I can make. Mm, okay. It, 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 I'm sure, I'm trying, I'm sure to, I'm trying to think of what headlines. I'm trying to think of what appropriating American culture. Well, even not just American, would, but a, a different culture. When you see the headlines about oh, the white, the, the Coachella girls with their Indian headdresses, it's a fucking yeah. white girl. Right. And obviously, you know, she's not trying to fucking steal culture. She's just fucking, you know, being reductive about that shit. But my point is. We're in, a, we're, in a, we're, in a, we're in a minefield now. But my mm-hmm. point is... No, we're fine. We're fine. My point is, there's a, there's a reason why you don't see other, other, other cultures fucking stealing and appropriating other cultures. Because they have a culture, right? So what I'm trying to say is I feel for you, Cass. Mm. You know, because no matter how you cut it now, like, what, what is the Irish thing, right? A lot of this shit is tied to, like, religion anyways, which is why I feel weird about my own culture. Um, but... You you do it, which is funny to me. It, it's very decoupled in my mind. Mm, it's not like I didn't even think about religion when I was talking about Ireland. Mm. And maybe I should because there is like a there's a <laughs> some some strong opinions <laughs> happening in religion in Ireland. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I just don't even go there. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think you know when I was I was talking to my therapist about just my my life and my upbringing and like the term Catholic guilt is like a thing that is just associated with like the romance language ethnicity group. Right. And it's rarely actually related to religion. So it's just like, that's how intertwined that shit is. Like, mm, okay. I am okay. fucked up because of the like Catholic bullshit that is just intertwined into my culture. You know, it's like values and shit that have actually nothing to do with religion, but they've penetrated the culture so much that it might as well be one-to-one. Trace back hundreds and hundreds of years, right? Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, that shit, it's interesting. I don't know. I've I've struggled with it my whole life, I think, and now more so I think now that I'm an adult, where you have this weird complex as as a teenager and growing up, and I think specifically for me like in high school, you're trying you're trying so hard to be american you know and to just like be be a fucking american high school kid based on the movies you're seeing and shit and you're like everyone else yeah, yeah you, you dye your hair black like everyone else yeah you wear, stick to the status quo hell yeah <laughs> and uh then you get older and you make kind of peace with who you really are and all that nonsense and you start to realize like, oh, a lot of that stuff was performative, right? Because I like subconsciously was trying to like fit in. And now that I'm like, okay with who I am for the most part, you realize that you spent so much time performing that you don't actually know who the fuck you are. And that's why you have this like quarter life crisis that I think I'm going through right now, mm. you know, where it's just like being pulled between like American and like my actual fucking you know upbringing and family and stuff like that so you know there's positives and negatives to knowing where you're from <laughs> i mean i th- I think that that's tricky because i think and i definitely hear the whole like performative aspect i think for me though like looking back 
there was definitely an aspect of like performative, but I think there's also an aspect of you just kind of figuring it out, right? Well, like, let me try this hat on and see if that's me. It's like, oh, nope, that's not me. <laughs> or well, I kind of like that part of this. And so I'll bring that into into who I am, but I'm not going to be that guy. And yeah. And I'm not mad. I don't know. Definitely some stumbling blocks. And and, and those are the, the awkward things that keep you up at night of like, oh, man, I remember when I thought that was going to be a thing for me and I fucking frosted my tips. That was a, oh, boy. Yeah, I think that was bad. I think for me, it was like I was trying so hard to be like different and not like, oh, the Abercrombie kid and like all that shit. And, you know, now it's just like, eh, I mean, I, I, I don't want to you say, like, oh, I'm so different from society joker stares moment but like i don't know now i'm like just like okay with like liking video games and liking anime and like liking all this shit and it's it's like yeah this is who i am and it's liberating when you when you kind of have that moment yeah and and to be fair i don't think any of us are really mad at like who we were right like i think you you realize that you needed that shit you you are you you are struck by those moments of like torture when you have a specific memory of a time you embarrassed yourself and but it's it's unfair to judge your past self with what you know now, right? Like you, you got to be a little forgiving. Um, but it is it is. I have a hard time with that. Yeah, I mean, amen, brother. <laughs> but it is it is just so hard to like. Because I don't know. To your point, Sam, I'm like cool with what I like. I'm like not, I'm like done kind of pretending to not like video games and and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But. Mm-hmm. I'm still just like, who the fuck am I? How dare I? You know? How old are you? I'm 23. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we, Cass, oh, Cass wow. and I have had seven years of growth. Damn, and you guys like, are so old. And <laughs> Chill out. Dude. Yeah. Speaking I know. of being old. Hey, but, Cass- but to my point, really quick, yeah. think about how miserable you were at my age, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, let yeah. me have this. Trying to think, I was. You graduated from college last last year, like one Uh, full year ago, or half a year and a half ago. Yeah, June of last year, so over a year. But yeah, I think I would have, in your position, I think I would have just been moving to New York, Mm -hmm. like probably about this time, bright eyed, bushy tailed, full of hope. Uh, so yeah, I get it. Yeah, I was in therapy, <laughs> <laughs> so I get it, too. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm in therapy doing it, doing the thing, trying to fix it. So, Cass. Yes, something's coming up. My my, my big dirt third, your big dirt third. What's uh, what's the what's the vibe? What's the plan? What are you what are you thinking? Yeah, 30th birthday, right around the corner, man, uh, about a month and a half from now. Uh, if I'm lucky, we won't do anything, and it'll be great. Fuck yeah. Uh, I put a new Nalgene water bottle on my birthday list. Mm. Um, I might fuck around and get real crazy and see if we can maybe like combo a Christmas list and get me a nice new monitor. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, I, I think I've like processed already the you're about to be 30. I think that like the first six months of being 29, I was like, holy shit, you're about to be 30. And then I'll probably feel it again when I turn like 33 and I'm like, you know, I'm not even in my early 30s anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think I think turning 30 is going to be fine. It's fine. 
it, like everything's fine. It also yeah. must help that you're like, I don't know, like what's going to change, right? You're, you, you're, you kind of like, you're already married. You're living with your stuff. Yeah. You've kind of dealt with like the stuff that would have really fucked your shit up. Yeah, I, I can look around and, and find some comfort that I'm, you know, fucking quote unquote on track. Right, right. right. I've got my degree. Nice. I have a job. I have a home. I have a wife. OK, great. You know, now I must that's die. what I'm the fuck I'm supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. What is what but is your obviously you and your wife? Uh, I'm sure she understands what you want for your birthday at this point. And I don't mean like gift wise, but just like the kind yes, of celebration spoke about it. Right. What? uh mm-hmm. What was that? Do you remember when that like when you had to have that conversation on like what you. That you wanted nothing for your birthday, that would that that would make you the happiest. <laughs> so we we had a conversation about it this year, actually. She was like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And then uh, this this is actually something I learned in therapy. I'm like, what do you want to do for yep. my birthday? <laughs> uh, because, you know, sometimes birthdays are not only just about you. You know, the people who love you want to spend time to pamper you and show you that you, they care about you. Um, so just kind of finding a, a compromise between like, well, let's do something a little special. You know, let me fucking go out and buy you a Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> Great, man. I love you very much. Um, so, yeah, just uh, having that conversation. I don't think that she cares because we're not like big time party people. Mm-hmm. You know, we do like to plan events. And so I'm sure that if I said, you know, hey, I want some fucking blowout and I want it to be (laughs) this theme and I want it to be that like it would be fun and it would be awesome. But I think she also knows that I would be uncomfortable in the fact that, you know, the reason we're having this blowout and the reason everyone is gathering, you know, is ostensibly for for me. Now, you are in this in this hypothetical scenario I'm about to present, you are legally required to have a big blowout. What like we have to do this. It's only going to be people you want there. We're going to make the best version of of something you don't want. What's the theme? Because you're a 30 year old man. Like you could go in any direction. Hmm. Are you making your guests dress up? Like if we go in that kind of theme where it's like, you know, this is a 1920s Los Angeles detectives party. (laughs) Everyone's got to be pretty fun. Everyone's got to come in a suit. In L.A. confidential party. Um, uh, I mean, if it was more summer, so birthdays are like near the end of October. If it was more summer, I think like a like a luau kind of style would be pretty fun, you know, with some like Hawaiian music going and like delays and we've all got our fruity drinks and stuff. Um, And I mean, honestly, since it is end of October, I could do a spooky party. Sure. I don't really want like, you know, blood and, you, you know, people are in their vampire costumes, but, you know, something, something kind of spooky adjacent. Maybe, you know, fake little like cobwebs. Maybe maybe we're all like uh, 80s camp counselors. OK. You know, That's just funny. just waiting for the killer to come get us. And I don't know. We're all getting drunk and maybe people are having sex in the back. A classic 80s party. <laughs> right. Okay. Now, Cass, let me float something by you. It's a uh, maybe. Maybe you think that you're going to a Halloween party. Oh, turns out you see a big banner. Happy Booth Day. Mm. It's a surprise Cassidy Halloween party mm. at your friend's house. Mm. Love the Happy Booth Day banner. Hate that I was tricked to coming <laughs> to a party for me. Yeah. 
Yeah. I would actually yeah. like it'd be bad. <laughs> it would take so long for me to go from like fuck fuck everything, fuck everyone <laughs> really? to like eventually enjoying it. It would it would ha- you know the moment in the party when it would happen, Sam? It would happen when everyone for- has the moment like 3 hours in when they forget why they're there. Where mm. it's just a party. Mm. Once it's just a party, it's fine. But when it's like this is Elmer's party, Elmer's got to go around and say thank you for coming. Everyone's like, you know, doing things for you. Get out of here. Don't look at me. Don't look at my shame. Don't address me by my name. Okay. Well, that sounds great, guys. So that's not going to happen. So no, no, no. Yeah. Awesome. You know, speaking of parties. Uh, I was not on the show last week uh, because I was attending a bachelor party. Mm. For a uh, friend of the show, Davey, right? For a friend of the show, Davey or, or Dave. Yeah, uh, he was my best man yeah. in my wedding. And now he is getting married. Uh, it was fun, man. We went out to just like this big cabin in the fucking middle of nowhere. Good old Amboy, Washington. If you're a, if you're a local listener. Mm. And uh, yeah, just had like a bunch of acreage and just had the entire run of the place to ourself. Um, one of the guys that came was like this fucking incredible like pit master. So had <laughs> just these amazing smoked meats. Um, the second night we had these great smoked chicken wings. The first night he had overnight smoked uh, some pulled pork and carnitas. Mm. And so had like, you know, little pulled pork sandwiches and little street tacos. And oh, my God, dude. Uh, there were like 10 of us there. It's a huge group of dudes. And, uh, then we floated the river for like a couple of hours and and it was a fun time, you know, men men being men drinking beers. Does Davey have any friends like Sam and I, where you don't know them? I only knew two of the people, three Mm. of the people. Mm, Okay. So yes, very much so. That's always a fun, like, uh, it could go either way. Usually, I feel like it ends up being good because if it's someone that you just really know, you you assume you like them for their taste in life and people. But yes, um, that's fun, man. I feel like everyone we met at your not bachelor party, but like wedding and pre-wedding. What are those things called? Rehearsal dinner. Rehearsal, wedding weekend. Yeah. yeah, rehearsal dinner. Everyone was just so nice. Were you Were you being nice? Were you returning the favor? <laughs> I, I was being nice. So th- it was three distinct groups. It was the dudes that Davey knew from school. So that's me. That's Gunner. That's uh, my friend Andrew that was at the wedding. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's my friend Grant, who was at the wedding, who is Davey's best man. So we all know each other from mm. high school. Then there's a separate group of dudes that was roommates with Davey post-college and then there's a separate du- group of dudes that knows him from a frat in college. And all of those later life guys have the additional wrinkle. And I'm not I'm not making any sort of statement here. Uh, religion is a very important to them. Mm. So, yeah, we got along great. I would totally hang out with those guys. Super, super, super nice. But tough for me to connect with that particular part of their life just because that's not really a thing for me is dave super religious he is now Mm. 
So I remember he or, yeah, super, super religious. That that maybe colors it in a kind of way. It's it's important to him. Mm. Which is fine, I guess. But oh, yeah, it's totally fine. Does does he not drink? He does not. OK. Yeah. I remember yeah. That. Davey doesn't drink. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, respect to the ex, you know, respect to the ex. Because, uh, so, yeah, I so can't think of him do? ever having a, a smoke or a drink of anything. <laughs> so, you guys, there was like a lazy river sort of action going on. Uh, it was just a straight up river and it was oh. fucking long, man. So <laughs> we we all got on this river in tubes and tied up and like put the ri- the cooler in the water and tied that up and, you know, did the whole thing. And we were floating for probably like two hours or so. We had gotten in at like two o'clock and it was like hovering around four. And we're like, "Ooh, wow, this thing, this thing sure does go on a bit. Was there no plan? Like, like the rivers well, so don't we, end really, right? Well, there, there was <laughs> supposed I mean, I know to be they, an end. I know like, they we, do we end, parked, but... We parked our car at what we thought was the end to like pick us up or our cars. Uh, and we'd been going for like two hours and we pull it up on Google Maps and it's like, oh, yeah, we're like just about halfway. Oh, so it's going to be like 7 p.m. by the time that we're done. <laughs> and it's not that hot today. It's like in the 70s. Uh, also, so, just like uh, you can't be in the water that long. Like it just does. Your body just starts to fucking reject that shit. We had dudes that were shivering bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, OK, so how does this work? Like, so you parked your cars. Yeah. Like you start at one place and you end at another. How did you get back? How did you get back to where it was? A, it was a system of, of shuttling between cars, oh, okay. you know, so we we all parked up at the top and then dudes who had cars drove down to the bottom. One car brought them back up to the top. I see. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so a friend of the show, uh, Gunner and I uh, bailed. We're like, we're going to go get help because <laughs> we're not going to keep fucking floating this river. And. When that when that news came out, like, hey, we're about halfway. It's like, oh, yeah, I I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And the conversation amongst the people in the floats are just like, well, we're kind of locked in now. It's like we're actually fucking. No, we're not like (laughs) just get out of the river. (laughs) Was this like a river through the was it through like the wilderness? Was it through like where there's some cities or there? Could you get an Uber if you needed to? Well, so we could have gotten an Uber if we needed to, but it wasn't quite clear where the road was. We knew there was a road around us, but we weren't (laughs) sure how close we weren't sure which roads, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then ultimately, we weren't sure where we were to get back to our cars. Hmm. But anyway, Gunner and I bail. We go to the shore because (laughs) we have like a crash. The cooler flips over. People are in the water. We're like, fuck this. So we get up on shore and we're kind of looking around and it's like somebody's private property with all kinds of no trespassing signs. And um, that's like off to the left and off to the right is just like wilderness. So we don't know where the fuck we're going. But we're like, we're going to go off to the right because the left is a no go zone. And honestly, we just got super, super lucky because we're going up there and this car pulls out of nowhere with this elderly couple 
and we're like, hey, we're looking for the road. Are we going the right way? They're like, nope. <laughs> it's like, you got to go that way. But it's a long walk. We're like, oh, OK, thanks. And, uh, you know, they cruise on and they're going the way that we are going. Uh, but, you know, however many feet in front of us. And uh, we're walking for like two or three more minutes and they hit the brake lights. Uh-oh. And they're like, all right, you know, come on in. Where are you guys headed? And we told them the park that we were parked at and they just fucking drove us there. And it was like a probably a 10 minute drive. Damn. And so that would have been a long ass walk. It's crazy that it was so a, you got a in a stranger's hour... car. We got in the uh, truck bed of a stranger. Okay, That <laughs> okay. definitely makes it better. Yeah. 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 I think I, we I, think, I Yeah, I wouldn't think about it then. I, yeah. I, I feel like there, there's. Truck bed harmless. You could hump, hop out if you don't like where things are going. Yeah, yeah. My only concern was once we had been driving for kind of a while. It's like, huh. <laughs> and are you and Gunner like, bro? I hope this turns out well. Because you can I, speak I think, freely, right? You're in the trunk bed. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think I think these people had good intentions. They didn't look like they were gonna chop us up. Hey, that's man. how it always. That's how it Ted, starts. Ted Bundy was handsome. Yeah. Yeah, we all saw that picture of Ted Bundy cooking the other day. Mm-hmm. So I. But I think Gunner, like Gunner looks, I think, a little bit intimidating if you don't know. I mean, I don't know. He, if, had, a, he had his shirt off, so he had his entire full back uh, piece on yeah. display. His three eight hour session back piece. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I feel like he looks like he could mess some people up if he really wanted to. So, you know, he's he's tenacious, too, I think he, he's one of those guys that will use any means necessary. You know, he'll he'll bite you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not losing a fight no matter what. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that I'm glad that you're alive and not trapped yeah. in some basement. So we we made it back to the car and then we drove and just tried to spot them in the river. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Didn't work. Yeah. So then we drove back down the road that like the elderly couple drove us on and we found one of the guys from the group shirt off, shoes off. Just sprinting down the highway <laughs> with his thumb up, like trying to hitch a ride. Oh my <laughs> like, god! Is that fucking Luke? So whip around and uh, dude, and the northeast is wild. Holy northwest, shit. baby. Northwest, we, we get we get nuts. Yeah, you can just do uh, that. It's you, a thing. Hitchhiking me, is still a real thing. Yo, let me tell you where we were. Fucking Trump country deep. Oh boy, fuck. I'm getting worried. Mm. Yeah, because it was deep. Uh, uh, the, the, the house next to the house that we were staying in Gadsden flag, you know, don't tread on me, mm-hmm. big Trump 2020, keep America great, mm-hmm. big Trump 2020, jump up, um, jump aboard the Trump train oh boy. on this flag. Uh, it was a, it was a whole thing, man. How do these people not know that it's an embarrassing look replace Trump with fucking mega man. That's a bad look, bro. Why is everything? Why is your whole fucking train? Like it's like the aggressive gamer culture, you know? Yeah. Like be a fucking gamer, dude. Let or your... just like swap it out and like, okay, those are Obama flags. Like I'd still be cringing. Yeah, it's just like, the... like, dude, come on, chill. just, just chill, dude. <laughs> so, uh, fucking bootlickers. My, da- <laughs> my dad, uh, he bought a very large Biden twenty twenty banner, and that hey. is uh, that's flying in our front yard. Uh, he's very proud of it. I think for election year and, you know, with current shit, I think it's fine. Yeah. But, you well, know, may, maybe not another flag and maybe not a 
you not know, a, not a clever one that's like hop on the fucking Biden taxi. You know, I like, go yeah. with Joe. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it, it, a, a thing is fine, but it's just like that much. All yeah. different, all saying the same thing, basically. Yeah. Come on. It's uh, yeah. Uh, it's oh, uh, man. our country. It's a place. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare hellscape, man. And uh, it's only going to get worse, probably. I'm not feeling a lot of hope. But we'll see, you know? If you're an American, fucking vote, you piece of shit. Yeah. It's, it's barely, a, uh, we're barely, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it's just, it's funny that, like, because I remember in two, 2000, I think there was, like, all these, like, you know, rock the vote and like get out the vote and like doing all these like big kind of things to like encourage people to do that. And I, it doesn't seem to happen any anymore. Obviously it's not happening this year because of COVID, but just like the level of like social, like encouraging, encouraging people to vote, I think is really, I've noticed like there haven't been as many things, but that's funny. I was, I was fighting kind of the opposite. Really? Really? Yeah. We're all, our, we're all in our own bubbles, I suppose, right? Exactly. But I was talking to this fucking dumb punk little bitch libertarian kid, um, <laughs> my friend's little brother. And, you know, he's he's 21. It's like, or not even 21. He's like 19 or something. And it's like, dude, I was a libertarian when I was 19 too, because I was fucking stupid. That's okay. <laughs> um, But I fucking got him when I was just like, he, he was talking about like voting and stuff. And I was like, well, it, it, I literally just made the comparison earlier about uh, depression. But it's like if you're fucking thinking about food or shelter, you're not thinking about voting. Like voting is like such a high fucking luxury thing to fucking think about. You know, like it, it's it, it, it's a fucking joke. But I do think that's probably a big reason why I'm not seeing it as much either, Sam, because there's one culture in general is just so fucking fragmented and it's a fucking shit show there's no focus but i think too like so many horrible things you know it's yeah. just like we're trying to we're, we're we've, we've we started these gofundmes to fucking fix this help this community they got fucked by a natural disaster and then a new natural disaster comes and that first community is still fucked but like we got to move on to the next one and uh that's just how everything goes now Sure enough. Oofa boofa. Uh, I mean, the the sports world has been very active about voting. Yeah, I mean, particularly that's not fair. Because I mean, on social media, you know, people there's like a high, you know, thing thing like that. I'm just talking about like these kind of big public sort of campaigns. Mm. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have seen the uh, Reddit is trying to do something too mm. with like some kind of. They've been putting billboards up, but I totally know what you're saying because it, it feels like. You know, the the six months leading up to that election, like all MTV programming was like built around the vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Vote or die. Right. Yeah. Who, who is that? Who is that? Diddy? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you know, as we look, I, I don't know if you guys see it, but on the top of the discord thing, it says, are you registered to vote? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's I guess it's good <clears throat> to see these like kind of companies and stuff doing it where they can. Yeah. Um, I just hope people show up, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks that it has to be like these cool companies like Discord, right? Like 
it, it feels like you can't just be like uh you know get get out the vote kind of messaging is like so it's too political yeah right even well, if mean, it's a apolitical and it's in its like uh angle purpose yeah and its purpose it's still just like oh you fucking libs want to vote <laughs> it's like yeah dude we do but i think the the issue is like old people old people vote and like right you know that that is a pretty much guarantee and it's our generation and younger who don't because you know we don't feel represented we don't feel like that it matters or you know we don't really have a say and i empathize with that at at some level um but you know all this stuff is focused towards us because we're the demographic that doesn't typically vote yeah that's 100% true yeah and like i also want to give you guys some credit and and throw some empathy your way because washington is a a vote by mail state i've never not voted by mail i don't have to do anything to get my ballot they just send it to me and then i send it back postage free it's like could not fucking be easier for me to vote that's that's not the case for everybody right like people have to go out to the polls they have to wait in long lines now they have to deal with covid shit like so i empathize with that as well um, you know, I do think, hey, s- suck it up and fucking take the bullet to, <laughs> to, you know, do your civic duty to your country. Uh, but I do understand, like, there are there are more barriers there yeah. and they're trying to make it harder and harder. Yeah. It also sucks that, like, to your point is like that should be our one duty as like, uh, you know, our one patriotic duty as Americans is to vote. And it just fucking sucks that, like. You know, it's just you you feel so disenfranchised right now and so just like disconnected with everything that's happening that like it does. I'm not even doing it out of patriotism. I'm like angry voting, you know, (laughs) and it's not even because like, you know, Biden's not the fucking the champion we wanted, but it's because it's just like, wow, this system is fucked. Like it's 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 out of just like. Well, we benefit from the system, so I guess we got to fucking deal with its bullshit, too. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like 55 percent of people or 45 percent of people don't vote. Yeah, yeah. like what? Well, like, boof. It should be it yeah. should be mandatory, dude. Like, yeah, I, I don't think- know. Australia seems to have figured that out, right? I think they're one of the countries that's just like everyone has to vote. Yeah, I think most places in Europe. That's a guess. I think they there's like some sort of requirement to vote. I could be wrong. Are either um, of you like doing vote by mail or anything funky this year? Oh, go ahead. Oh, it's, uh, I would say I've always voted absentee. OK, OK. Um, I mean, I, I don't have to, but it's just I don't want to go. You have the option, so yeah. why not? Yeah, yeah. I, I think and, I have the option in Texas, but I don't I just it seems very sus out here right now. So. I'm just going to go try to early vote. I'm registered and everything. And hopefully it's not just, too bad uh, on the first day. Just do mail-in and then go vote again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, test the system. Well, I'm, I'm thinking about like voting <sighs> once with my mustache and then shaving my mustache <laughs> and voting a second time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy that like they, on the news, I think yesterday or two days ago or whatever, they like, they had on, like I think the head of, I don't know, whatever, some organization who's like, it is impossible pretty much to vote by mail and then vote in person. Like, you will get caught. It is a felony. Please do not do it. 
Um, and mm, what a country. I also, I also just like, it's hilarious, right? Because to, to question vote by mail is by like definition, not believing in our system and not thinking that the system is reliable and, and that there's cracks in it. Right. But also like, the same group is just like so hardcore. Our system is perfect. Our system works. Like there's not like no one, no one wants to vote twice, dude. That <laughs> shit, that shit is not going to make a difference. Like just to know how voting, like it's not worth it. It's just, God damn it. It's just such a dumb fucking thing. Like even the most radical fucking people, like radical, like libs or whatever. It's just like, they're not going to vote twice, dude. Like, yeah. And like just it, absolutely ignoring the fact that we have always had vote by mail. Yeah. Like it's not new. I hate that no. they're just like restructuring it as like fresh news. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't know how political we want to get get on here, but I mean, he's obviously positioning himself to when and if he loses to say no. Yeah. No. Voter for and like that's yeah, this is uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's what's happening. And on top of that, what's happening is positioning it. So he might not even have to do that where he has suppressed it and like fucked it enough that like he can actually just kind of win, quote unquote, the right, like the fair way. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, yeah, you you burn the system so much that like he's he's either going to win or have a reason to say he didn't lose. Yep. It's really crazy. These bootlicking fucking cucks are just like straight up destroying everything and submitting in the most like they think they're so alpha, but they are the most beta fucking bitches that are submitting to straight up authoritarianism. Like, why do you want this, bro? God damn it. God yeah, it's these fucking I'm looking for something. Just like. <laughs> it's just, it's, I mean, it's just, it's just absolute beta mindset, insecure mindset. Like, I don't know. Even just, I mean, everything you can, I guess, reduce it to insecurity, right? <clears throat> like, fucking racism's weird because it really is just an admission of insecurity. Fucking bitches. It, it is interesting to me too because, like, if you if you look at the people who, like. I don't know. <laughs> like, okay, why did we originally start running start running stock cars, right? And like NASCAR. Like, what's the history of that? I don't know. We're fucking we're running from the cops. Oh yeah. Is Escaping it? police because we're, you know, fucking making bootleg alcohol. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, like I feel like if you're a real, you know, down home country boy, you fucking have gotten on a fight with the cops or a high speed chase with the cops. Yeah. It, it's just very weird to me that that is like. All of the sudden, the the vibe, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of like, even if the, you like you use their own argument against them of like true American, it's like, OK, well, like your granddad was not fucking friends with the cops. Yeah. <laughs> are you free or are you fucking, you know, sucking down some cop semen (laughs) like like you can't you can't have it both ways you can't be like yeah fuck the government and then fucking bend over for fucking the people that work for the government people that are trying to fucking protect 
white rich property this is what i was looking for talking about like uh um uh voter suppression and and sort of the way that our fucking system works right so popular vote versus electoral college vote popular vote is just raw ass numbers the number of people that voted for this candidate electoral college is you know whatever because of the districts and states that you won you have these votes and those are the votes that actually fucking count so you can get more votes and actually lose in fact that's happened multiple times including last year or last time Mm -hmm. so chance of biden winning the electoral college if he wins the popular vote if he wins the popular vote by only one point there's only a six percent chance he'll win the election and if he wins it by two points, 22 percent. If he wins it by three points, 46 percent. So dude has to like not only beat Trump, but he has to kind of smash Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, is like sort of the electoral college is all obviously fucked up, stacked against us, gerrymandering, all this bullshit. <laughs> like, dude, it's a fucking broken system and it's. I mean, this is inherently maybe a symptom of capitalism, which we've all benefited from to some degree but god because i I just keep thinking about that right like do i do 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 i get to be fucking a quote-unquote success story without this bullshit system i don't know probably not right like god fucking damn it (laughs) i have something slightly more lighthearted. yeah so I I had a I had a moment and uh, not to turn this into the other show uh, Gone Gold the gaming show, but you know this situation I had been eyeing a game for a little while, it went on sale I'm like okay I'm definitely gonna pop this I'm gonna pick this game up on sale next day ooh it's still on sale I'm gonna buy it it's not on sale anymore mm-hmm. and like I didn't quite realize how much I wanted it until it stopped being on sale, and that's just yeah. the fucking worst. That happens, man. That's fucking rough. Because what do you do now? Do you like swallow your pride and pay double the price that you would have a day ago? Or do you just wait again? How much do you want it is the question you got to ask. Have a good ending? I'm confused. No. This is lighthearted. Well, well compared, it's about video games, it's, and it's, okay. it's, it is okay. light, more lighthearted than what we were talking about. I thought this was a casket's a win story. I thought you were going to say oh, you no, emailed no. the company and they said, oh, here, here oh, it is no, for no, free no. or something. No. no. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that sucks. I would, I, I would wait, I guess. Oh. I have what that shit all the time with like just putting stuff in a cart and being like, I'm going to buy this, but I have to wait a couple days to make sure I really want it. And then it's just like, oh, this deal's gone or whatever the fuck. And then you're like, wow, I did really want it. Yeah. What game was it? Uh, Blasphemous, which is like mm. kind of a, a mm. side-scrolling-y Souls-like that I've had my eye on for a while. I'm sorry, man. That's a bummer. Guess, let me, That's okay. Let me look. I might have that one for you. Damn. Maybe. Damn. Let me see. I might have gotten it in a humble bundle. Look at all these happy endings. Yeah. Yeah, man. Have you guys ever like put something in a cart and then like a week later it's like, oh... We noticed that your item is still in your cart. Here's a 10% yes. off. Here's a 15% off. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a that's a big flex. Big flex. Those abandoned cart deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's We're going to start doing that with our merch, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, please, please come back. Please. <laughs> Here's 50 a, cents off. It's all we can do. <laughs> I have another tangent we can go on really quick. Yeah. A uh, personal tangent. 
Um, I mentioned it before the show. I think I talked about it early last week. Uh, you know, it's all about throwing, uh, throwing darts at the wall, trying to find a solution, see what helps. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it means throwing time at the, at the problem. Sometimes mm-hmm. it means throwing money at the problem. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it means throwing whatever you can at the problem. You know, decided to throw some money at, at the problem. Bought a Chemex, bought a mm-hmm. coffee grinder, bought a little scale. Nice. Bought some coffee beans. Wow. I'm a coffee god now. Wow. Man. So this, this originated from like my black pepper story that I've told a million times. I always buy the pre-ground black pepper. Then I was like, why am I doing this? I'm an adult. I could, I could buy a pepper grinder, grinding mm-hmm. that shit. Dude, the other day, I forgot what, I, oh, I was doing some chicken cutlets and I was mm-hmm. peppering and salting these motherfuckers. And I was like, oh, my forearms hurt. I love this. I love this. It smells so good. Who needs Ring so, Fit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Ring Fit. Um, but I thought like, you know, maybe this could bring this kind of joy, you know, where it's like, it allows me to be more present. It allows me to be more thoughtful about coffee instead of just doing this curing shit. Um, and also, I drink coffee multiple times a day, every day. This is going to be worth the investment, you know, on its own. I'm going to for sure use it. Uh, we've we've had the Chemex now for a week. Um, absolutely love it. Mm. Sucks that Andrew's not here to talk about this with me. Um, but shout out, big shout out to Andrew. He kind of guided me, held my hand through this process, told me what to get, what I needed. Uh, way more like affordable. I, th- I don't know why I thought this shit was like, I thought Andrew was doing science and spending thousands of dollars. Uh, this shit's fucking easy. Uh, don't be impressed. Um, I think it's the, it's like that little, what's the, the collar made out of like that kind of like wicker. It's like the wood. Yeah. It looks expensive. It looks super expensive, but it's just wood so you don't burn yourself because the thing is glass and glass gets hot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Chemex itself is was like uh, 39 bucks. Uh, the expensive thing was the coffee grinder, which you don't need to do. You could just buy pre-ground coffee. But if you're going to go all in, I decided to just go all in. Um, so, you know, I bought this coffee grinder. There's this place called Summer Moon that does local coffee here in uh, Austin. I've uh, been going there. I bought a medium roast or bought a light roast. And... You immediately taste it, which I was not expect. I was ready to be disappointed, I guess. Right. Um, and maybe it's also because I've been drinking Keurig coffee for years and it's just like horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like clean, non acidic tasting. Uh, it's fun. It's a fun little ritual process. Um, I'm having fun. I like it a lot. I think this is just like it now. Um, Lexi's excited about it. You know, we're moving in next year probably. So starting to plan out the kitchen appliances and all that stuff. Um, so I think we're going to get like a, uh, a, 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 what do you call it? Just like a, a regular coffee maker too, to continue <laughs> to use our, our freshly ground beans. It's like coffee pot, coffee pot, right. Just mm-hmm. to have a, a different solution. Um, but I'm enjoying it, man. There like is something it. so incredible about just like unrolling the little like wire on the coffee bag and just mm-hmm. getting a good old sniff in the morning, man. Oh Holy yeah. Shit. Like it's all worth it because at the end of the day, the sniff and the process and all that is more satisfying than the actual coffee. And that's not a dunk on the coffee, but it's just like, it makes the whole thing very worth it. It's just like, I don't know. Andrew texted it the other day. Let me try and find the actual text. Um, cause I, I, I texted him when I got everything in and I was like, Oh dude, I'm really liking it. It's, it's, it's awesome. And then he said something like, uh, what did he say? Hold on, hold on. It's going to be worth it. 
sick dude uh fuck that's not it oh sick glad it went well uh, it, it's such a fun thing to do uh and honestly some mornings it's the only thing that i look forward to <laughs> that's the most dangerous street thing we've ever heard yeah so i get it though like it's just like okay well at least i, c- I have this thing to do before i have to face all the bad stuff um so you know we're looking forward to that i like it that's my review of the chemex it's not hard i got a nice little scale that automatically like if you put weight on it before you turn it on it zeroes in on that shit Mm. nice so i so it, and it was like 12 bucks on amazon it's like a not even a great scale but it's awesome it has a little timer mm. and now i'm like doing doing the the simple math 20 20 grams of coffee per 300 grams of water for one cup had to multiply mm. that by two this morning to make two cups shit that's math hell yeah dude it's the most math i fucking do as an adult gross yeah, they lied to you in high school, man. That shit was useless. That sucks. So uh, I also have an Andrew Street related story. Uh, so I think a couple, eh, maybe a couple, like last month or month and a half ago, my mom and I, we started watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. We finished it yesterday. Uh, all I, 10 wow. seasons. Oh, man. So you saw you saw uh, Larry Lattes? The Yeah. Yep. That, oh, that most recent season is so good, right? It's so funny. And just like how I, I, you know, I think in the beginning they was just like it was very like off the wall. They were just like fucking around. And now it's like so clever how like everything kind of winds up together. Uh, it's very expertly kind of conceptualized and like written, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, however, now that that's over, we've started another uh, legendary HBO show. That's right. Sopranos. We're watching The Sopranos. Hell yeah! <laughs> so oh, we uh, we finished the first episode this morning, and uh, it is a very Andrew Street show, dude. It's so Jersey good. Show. My favorite pitch. I mean, my favorite story about that show is that when the show was pitched, it was pitched with this one sentence: "What if a mobster had to see a therapist?" <laughs> And like that shit just immediately, it gave me chills saying that. And I said it, you know, like, I just like that. That's what that show is fucking about. It's so is that So is that the, this, is that the through line of the whole show that he's seeing this therapist? I don't want to like, know. Don't spoil it. Yeah. But. Like it's not, it's not like the through line necessarily, but it's just like, it's a good device to talk about. Yeah. You know, cause in, in mob movies and shit, you're presented with the actions, but what's going on. How do you make those characters more interesting? Right. And I think yeah. that's the device here. It's like, well, he has mm-hmm. someone to talk to. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I mean, that's, that, good. I'm, uh, that's gonna be fun. Forward dude. to watching the rest of that. As you as you get into it more, I'm I I, I want a full review on the theme song, which I think slaps so hard. Just I'm like sure. the, the the first episode, they like, and you got a gun, and then the R like pfft, yeah. comes across. It's the gun. So uh, uh, theme song slaps. Good font, right? Yeah. Good gun font. <laughs> Cassidy, what are you watching as we close out the show? Oh fuck! Um, we've been watching some Ghibli movies. I watched Spirited Away. Um, we watched Grease, uh, and we're working our way through Ozark. We picked that back up. <laughs> the perfect okay. studio Ghibli movie, Grease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's the What's the best song in Grease? 
Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like it's a two horse race between uh, uh, Summer Lovin and uh, that other one. The uh, 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 you better shape up. Boop, boop, yeah, boop. you know oh, the one I'm talking you're about. You're the one. You're the one that I want. You're the one that I want. Thank you. Um, Shout yeah, to one, of the, one of those well. two. One more time. Shout out to Grease Lightning as well. I sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's summer loving for sure. That I mean that that little bum 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 bum. And you've been listening to Awkward Pause. Tell me more, Cassidy Sergeant. Where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sergeant Cass. Kevy Coops, your vocabulary word of the day. I used it earlier. Ostensibly, it's an adverb mm-hmm. meaning apparently or seemingly. Sam Atherton, where can they find you? Uh, I want you to find me Etsy.com backslash shop backslash S-A-M-U Wood Goods. Kevin Coops, your number of the day, 39. It's a good one. Um, my name is Elmer. You can find me at Elmer is not mad on Twitter. You can find the show at Pause. You can go to awkwardpausepod.com slash merch for that sweet, 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 sweet merch that no longer includes the pilk shirt. You idiot. Look what you did. This is what happens when you don't buy the merch uh merch proceeds just get donated to charity so you know you're not yeah. fucking doing us a solid you're just fu- cents of it. yeah you know we make like that's the thing we make no money off of this shit we just do it because <laughs> sam can make cool shirts and guess what all the other podcasts you listen to have horrible merch that's <laughs> a fucking fact i don't even need to know what podcasts you listen to i can just tell you for a fact that most goddamn awful merch is goddamn awful. Check out my Dark Souls logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all bad. But Sam makes great merch. Even when Sam makes bad merch, like the Pilk shirt that no one should buy, <laughs> it's still good merch. Uh, so, you know, we don't upcharge you for it. We make nothing off of it. And that money, we don't do anything with it. I think we had $50 in our PayPal for like three years that we were just like, oh yeah, just give the charity. Who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> At Pause on Twitter. Uh, Weird Heat provides the intro song and the outro song is whatever I decide to put on. Uh, or no, Sam's editing this probably. probably. Sam's been editing in a lot of the, a lot of this. Um, so shout out to Sam. Mm-hmm. Thanks. You guys are busy. I'm getting busy, but I can still do it. It's your, it's your problem now, bud. Get busy living uh, and get busy dying. Andrew Street. Eat bugs, you little fucking tiny man. Bug snacks.
first breath blossoming in a soil reclaimed from the past where destiny holds fast here where we stand hand clenched in hand